Today we are going to be giving the final shear in the series of Hakel. As we are ready into Shnas Hakel. And today it's going to be a little bit of what I call a Hysophis shear. Miluim. A lot of times when you print a set of Svarim, let's say Igris Kodesh of the years of the Rebbe, and then they find letters later. So they print a safer called Miluim. It fills in a little bit the details that were missed out from the previous set. So today we're going to fill in some details that were not discussed in the previous shiurim about Hakel. And we are going to be basing it out of the Encyclopedia Talmudis. We all know it's a famous yellow set, a phenomenal set of Svarim called Encyclopedia Talmudis, which is the, in English, that would be a Talmudic encyclopedia. Just the very fact of someone that's able, even a team, that's able to literally go through the entire Shas and Paiskim and go by order of the Aleph Bays, all the topics to be discussed and to write all the Rishonim and Achreinim, just think about what it takes and the knowledge that's needed to do such a thing. The Rebbe was a big advocate and pushed for the Encyclopedia Talmudis to come out. And the one that was in charge of the project was actually a Lubavitcher. A famous, famous Lubavitcher of Rav Shlomo Yosef Zevin. You'll see in the Igris Kodesh a lot of letters to Shai Zevin. Now, to a lot of people, he's most famous for his books of stories. The Chassidic Shemaisis that even Art Scroll printed. The Chassidic stories of Rabbi Zevin. But he was a Goin Oilam, and he was the Oirech Roshi, the chief editor and publisher of the Encyclopedia Talmudis. So in number Yud, on page Tafmem Zayin, Tuf, really it starts from Tafmem Gimel, we have a whole section about Hakel. So a lot of what's written here, we already spoke in the previous Yurim. But today we're going to fill in some of the details that were not spoken about in the previous shiurim. For example, what happens if, for whatever reason, they weren't able to do hakel in the right time? Again, the right time is Matzayam Tevrish and Shalchak. So it's either Leil Tezayin or Tezayin by day. What happens if for some reason they weren't able to do it in the base of Mikdash and not because it's Shabbos? Are you able to be Doicha Hakel? Could the Hakel take place a different day? Or do we say, You missed the time of Hakel, you missed it. So there are different opinions. According to some of the Achroinim, you have up to half of Yom Tif. In other words, because the din is that it has to be betchilas of the, of the Yom Tif, so as long as you're in the first half of Sukkis, you're okay. You're in the first half, you're fine. But if you pass the first half of Sukkis, you no longer can do Hakil. There are others that hold that Bidiyeved, you could do it till Shmini Atzeres, just like the carbon of the Yom Tif, you could be Mashlim Kolachak, so too, hakel, you could be mashlim, the whole Yom Tif, but obviously, l'chatchila, you should do it earlier. I also want to point out that I had asked the question of why, if hakel comes out 
on Shabbos, Motzi Shabbos. You know, why is Hakel? <clears throat> if it goes into Shabbos, why don't we do Hakel if it's on sh- if it's Shabbos? So the Rambam had told us that we're worried about the Tkiyos and the Tchinois, the blowing of the Chatzoytzris, which, by the way, I see over here he brings down. I told you that the Kehanim would be blowing the Chatzoytzris in Yerushalayim, even a Koyin that's a Mum. But there is an interesting line that the Tesefta brings down, that Uschar Godel Hoyel Anshe Yerushalayim, the people of Yerushalayim made a lot of money. Shemaskidim chatzoytzis bedinners of because they would rent out for a large, for a high price. All the kohanim would want to rent a trumpet to blow, and the people from Yerushalayim they had the trumpets, so people would rent out their trumpets and they would pay. A, you know, the kohanim would have to pay a lot of money. It's not new that the shkuna where the rebbe is puts high prices. The guests come to uh, some people; they take advantage of that. But either way, the Anshi Rishalayim, they did well by renting out the Chatzoytzis. But many people wrote on the test, for example, that in order for kids to be brought, and that which doesn't say in the Rambam, however, the, he brings down here that Rashi on Megillah does bring down this Inyan. So it is correct to a certain extent. There is a Shita, not that we said previously, that... The reason why Hakel is Doichan Shabbos, so that even the young children can come. Another thing which is interesting that we missed out is what happens if. The Malchei, we know that the Melech reads it, and Be'ikr the Melech Mibes David. What happens when you had the Malchei Yisrael and the Melech Mibes David, and they both came to the Beis Amigdash for Hakel? So the Melech Mibes David could sit down, but could, does the other Melech get to read as well, because he's an official Melech of Ten Shvatim of the Eden. So he brings down that this is actually a big Machloikis, Certain people hold that they both read, and there's even a discussion amongst that if they both read, who reads first? Is it a bigger covet for the Melech Mbeis David if he reads first or if he reads second? So that's interesting discussion on its own. And like we mentioned earlier, that there's also a machlekes. If there is no Melech, is the mitzvah bottle or does it go to the leader of the time? Either way, obviously, we're waiting to see the Rebbe, our Melech, Melech HaMoshiach, to be able to read the Torah and to Klal Yisrael and the Beis HaMikdash. Take it from Yadman.